Alright folks, today I want to talk about mother wounds, the mother wound or whatever you want to call it. Um, it is interesting because I have been trying to figure out why I have certain um, patterns that come up in my life and this comes up in my relationships and yeah so it's uh, interesting to I had heard about this before but um, I guess I didn't dig too deep into it, but it uh, it definitely doesn't make sense because growing up, I um. Growing up, I didn't, I don't think I really had, um, the mom I was looking for. Usually, my mom was like, and I get it, it's not her fault, you know, it is what it is, that's what she had to do back then, because, um, my dad was useless, and as far as raising kids, um, he wasn't around, so it was mostly just my mom trying to take care of this new baby, and she's in this new country she's never been in, everything's new. And, yeah, I definitely think, um, I probably, uh, needed more of a loving mother, I guess. Um, well, I'm not saying she didn't love me. Don't. <laughs> she definitely, definitely did love me and does love me. I'm just saying, as a kid, I don't think she was prepared um, to be a mom. Or, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, because I can only... Um, share my experience, what I experienced, and, and I just wanted to talk about this, especially for, for men, um, this is, this is a, this is a very important, uh, subject, really, because for men to be able to um, 
relate to women when we're older completely depends on how our mother raised us. And, you know, when we grow up and we try to look for a partner, usually, subconsciously, what we do is um, we pick people who we can relate the most with, meaning what we grew up being around, what we got used to, that's what we're comfortable with now as adults. And that doesn't necessarily mean that those things are good for us. It's just it just means that that's what we got we were used to growing up, so that's what we think is normal. And so for men, let's say, if you had a mom who just wasn't there emotionally, then growing up that's what that's the type of women we kind of are attracted to because that's what we grew up knowing to be a relationship and that's how we thought you know that's how we received our our love or that's how we thought we received we were supposed to receive our love okay so there's a lot of unconditioning to do as we get older and I'm definitely seeing that and look my mom and me we're good now we're you know she's we have a great relationship she is very encouraging she's a loving mom she's she is a lot uh, better than <laughs> what you know I guess I needed as a child but it is what it is we are humans we are not perfect we still grow and learn and mature and that's what I'm learning too and um so yeah I just think it's interesting um that I so basically I look at patterns and especially at my own life also and then I I notice certain things come up during certain times in the year so today I finally decided to start writing these notes down so on the calendar app I pick today and then I just put in notes I put in what happened and you know and then I'm gonna try to see if these patterns keep coming up and then and then it's just it's just it just shows that certain issues or whatever that keep coming up we haven't dealt with yet so that's what I'm trying to do is figure out okay what is this where is this coming from what do I need to do to heal to move on to move forward um, to not keep having to deal with the same issues um, <clears throat> so let me just read this one article from Healthline. It's just the first article I found on the mother wound. Um, well, let me read this, read one from Psychology Today. How about that? Okay. 
Um, well, okay, let me read the first one and then I'll read this one too. Alright, what is the mother wound and how do you and how do you heal? Okay. Mothers mold us, often physically in the womb, though there are many other types of mother-child relationships, including adoptive ones, and emotionally through their interactions with us. The bond is so strong that British psychoanalyst Donald Winnicott believed that there is no such no such thing as an infant, but only an infant and their mother. Hmm. He believed that a child's sense of self is built by the kind of built by the kind of a relationship that they have with their primary caregiver, usually mom. So what happens? So what happens if mom wasn't there for you emotionally? Wow, I didn't read this before I start talking. According to some psychoanalysts, researchers, and other theorists, the so-called mother wound occurs. Who typically experiences the mother wound? Children, usually daughters but sometimes also sons, are said to experience the mother wound if their mother provided support by taking care of the physical needs of the children but didn't give love, care, and security didn't provide empathy to mirror the child's emotions and help them label and manage those emotions, didn't allow the child to express negative emotions, was extra critical, expected the child's support with their own physical or emotional needs, wasn't available to the child either because they had to work or because they were busy with their own interests. Do note, however, you can be a working mom, even a working single mom, without instilling the mother wound, okay? Had suffered emotional or physical abuse themselves, didn't process the trauma, and was therefore unable to offer love and nurture, had an untreated mental health condition, experienced alcoholism or drug addiction. Okay, so I would say most of these up, un up until the last two, uh, well, the last one definitely she didn't have, and... Mental health condition, well, maybe, I don't know. like. But I definitely think, um, so with my mom, her dad had left her, had left the family when my mom was, like, pretty young, I think, like, eight or something. But I can definitely uh, see how that would have affected my mom and even my grandma and I remember growing up my mom and my grandma both like whenever I had you know felt hurt or whatever when I wanted to cry or when I had had to when I wanted to express my anger it was like, you know, they would always say, oh, um, there was, it was like this Korean saying, and basically translate to modern day English, let's say, it would basically be, oh, be a man, oh, stop crying, boys don't cry, men don't cry, be a man, like, and this was to a fucking kid who was under 10 years old, okay, so, 
when I look at my relationship with my dog, <laughs> let's say, I, I can see my behavior, how my mom would treat me, is, is I see that that's how I treat my dog sometimes. And I'm starting to realize that um, there must, there, there's got to be something to this. And anyway, so let me continue. Daughters and sons can both experience the mother wound. The mother wound is not a specific diagnosis, although it can hurt so much that so much that you're sure it warrants one. While both daughters and sons can feel the impact of the undermothering that leads to the mother wound, it's typically considered a mother to daughter wound. Hmm. So my wife definitely has probably suffered from this too because she is not close to her mother anyways thanks to psychologist mary ainsworth and her attachment theory we know that the trust that a mother instills in childhood positively affects not only the child's present but also their future relationships meaning a child who acquires the mother wound is most likely to perpetuate this type of relationship with their own children. This is what I mean. I don't want to have kids before I deal with my own bullshit because I don't want to put my shit on them. That is, that is not something I would want for my own kids. All right. The mother wound and women's empowerment in a patriarchal society. Okay, interesting. In patriarchal societies, it may be easier for mothers to pass on their wound, to pass on their own mother wound to their daughters. I definitely agree with this, especially with Western society. Definitely, women who have internalized stereotypical beliefs that relegate women to second-class citizens are more likely to consciously or unconsciously transmit these beliefs to their daughters and to their sons, I think. Because I experienced it. Daughters in these societies may find themselves caught in a double-edged dilemma. Accept what mom believes in so that... Accept what mom believes in so... Accept... Sorry. Accept what mom believes in so that we're in the same boat and she keeps on loving me or fight for my own beliefs and aim for power empowerment it's no easy feat to take up the fight a daughter who chooses to do so may find herself sabotaging their own success much in the same way that Matina Horner's classic 1970 fear of success study demonstrated more recent studies have replicated Horner's study and shown similar stereotypical responses that hold women back from self-actualization and keep that mother wound festering. What are the signs and effects of the mother wound? If you're wondering which signs If you're wondering which signs could signal the presence of the mother wound in your life, think back to your childhood and try to recall what the child version of you experienced. 
I'm having a bunch of goosebumps right now. Either that's from actual stuff I'm releasing or maybe because I'm cold. But I think it's the first because I have the heater on in here. It's not that cold. So I'm definitely probably releasing some stuff. At least that's how I choose to interpret it. Okay. If you're wondering which signs could signal the presence of the mother wound in your life, think back to your childhood and try to recall what the child version of you experienced. If many of the feelings in the list below seem familiar, you may have a mother wound. Your mother was your mother just wasn't there for you on an emotional level. Yes, you were reluctant to turn to your mother for comfort or security. Yes. You doubted you had your mother's approval, so you were always trying to be perfect, yes. You felt nervous and frightened around your mother, most of the time, yes. Your mother expected you to take care of her physically or emotionally, yes, because I was the firstborn son of the family, and since, since my dad wasn't around the house most of the day, yeah, a lot of shit she told me to do I had to do and a lot of times even her emotional needs I would have to go and meet if the points on the list above resonate with you what does that mean for you now these negative feelings can lead to low self-esteem yeah I did struggle with that a lot plus not just because of her but a lot of different issues also lack of emotional awareness I agree um, inability to self-soothe. Well, I had my methods, but they were you know, not really good. The feeling that warm and nurturing relationships aren't in your reach. Yeah, growing up, I was just like, just I just could never have a long, good relationship with a fucking woman. Even into my adult life. And it was like... What is wrong with me? Like, why... Why do I have such a problem... Just being able to have a fucking relationship? Or I would just put these women on pedestals and... Because to me it was like a conditional base love. You know, it was only if I did certain things, acted the right way, said the right things... That's how I received love. So it was like, I could just never be myself and be accepted and be loved. Because I never experienced that. And because of that, that is what I put out into the world. And that's what I got in return. Until you wake up and realize that it's different. It's completely different. Okay. Low self-esteem, secure attachment makes a child feel that they matter. Without this basic belief in themselves, children struggle to get a sense of self and to believe in themselves. Completely agree. Lack of emotional awareness. A mother who is present for their children is able to mirror their child's feelings, label those feelings, and help them to manage the feelings. The child doesn't need to suppress negative feelings because they have a way to manage them. Well, I didn't get to express my feelings. I 
Wet. My way of dealing with it when I was a kid was going and punching the cupboard. Because <laughs> I wasn't able to, I wasn't allowed to express how I felt. And so I had to find different ways of releasing those emotions. And to me, my self-soothing Inability to self-soothe without the awareness of how to manage their feelings, children and later adults never develop the ability to self-soothe. Instead, instead, they turn to things outside of themselves for comfort. These things could include numbing activities like alcohol and drugs. I agree. I turn to porn. Porn is where <laughs> I went to self-soothe. Porn is where I went to find this this feminine acceptance this uh, motherly love and in a way Freud was right but you know he didn't look at the whole picture, he just looked at part of it. So, in a way, he's right. Um, all this twisted, fucked up shit that um, basically boys experience, you know, when they hit puberty, um, I would say most mothers, um, at least from my generation, I guess, were not able to give to their sons, and this left a huge hole in, I think, a lot of men from my generation, the 80s and 90s, and, well, really more like the 90s for me, and, um, yeah, growing up as an adult man, technically in society, I just felt emotionally retarded when it came to relationships with women, and, just now, it's like I'm starting to wake up to all these things. Relationship difficulties. Adults with the mother wound have difficulty forming and maintaining the positive relationships that we all crave for because they've never learned to trust. Oh my god. <laughs> 100% agree. Okay. <clears throat> Steps for healing from the mother wound. Whew. Healing from the mother wound is a balance between acknowledging negative feelings such as anger and resentment and recognizing that we may need to forgive our mother. While remaining mired in negative feelings may make us feel temporarily right, in the long run, 
we actually lose out. So, how do we get the balance that will heal us? Express the pain. The first step is letting yourself say ouch and more if you need to. Therapy can help your child self express the pain of being unloved, ignored, shunned, ridiculed, and even victimized. Journaling can also help. I agree. Um, I do journaling myself and it's just a way to all these thoughts and conversations you have in your head just write it down and in that whole process you will get insights and you will just just the part of acknowledging it just a part of being aware of it just the part just by writing it down, you will see the patterns, and that's how you become aware. And once you're once you become aware of something, once you shed light on it, then you can heal. Like JD said, <laughs> you can never heal what you don't reveal. So, yeah, it's it all comes down to know thyself. Look at your patterns. Look at what you need to heal and then fucking let it go man all right love yourself our concept of self was built through the way our mother interacted with us we need to realize that the fact that our mother was unable to build our self-image in a positive way was not our fault by letting go By letting go of the less than ideal image, we can <laughs> we can recreate our self-image. Alright, so this part is just, uh, hitting me because the scene, the scene from the movie The Passion of the Christ, when Jesus is carrying the cross up to the hill of Golgotha and then, and then he drops it and then he falls and Jesus' mother Mary has the flashback of of when of when child baby Jesus falls and she runs to him to pick him up. And then, you know, she runs to adult Jesus. 
try to carry his cross, and she runs to him, and, you know, they're whipping Jesus, and she runs to him, and she tries to help him up. And Jesus gets up and looks at it looks at his mother and he says Look mother, I make all things new And then he fucking gets up and he keeps walking and That scene right there, man, that, that sums it all up, man. That sums it all up. Because right there, for me especially, the whole complete picture has been created. Balance has been restored. And I can get the fuck up and continue walking as a man. Alright. You will experience both <coughs> the positive mother and the negative mother. And women as, as a whole. How they influence us as mothers, and then later as lovers, and then later as daughters. That's the whole cycle right there. What Shakespeare wrote in in Hamlet, I think. The three witches. That's the divine feminine. The, the witch... The mother and the and then the daughter, the the old hag, the mother and then daughter. That's the three cycles in the divine feminine, and that's the way the patriarchy has uh, felt like expressing these divine archetypes, these divine stages in the the feminine. And these three aspects in modern day women, it's because we have, it's because we have devalued women and their place in society and the part they play in developing society, in developing young boys who turn into men. We fucked it all up for ourselves. Men have fucked it all up by holding on to control, picturing, and you can picture that as jacking off our own dicks the way we want to, and using women to just fulfill our orgasm really whether it be in an actual relationship or through pornography it's because we have devalued women so much and guess what man 
we project our anima on women. And if you look at the way we treat our women and the way we view our women and and basically seeing how that influences women and the way they portray themselves now, it's a it's it's a fucking complete cycle. It's a full circle right there. We brought her on ourselves. We created this whole cycle. And guess what? If that's the case, we can break this fucking cycle too. Alright. Develop self-awareness. Without our mother's feedback, we didn't have the reinforcement needed to develop self-awareness. We need to learn how to get in touch with our emotions. This is for men. Once again, men have just completely blocked out our hearts because that's what we were taught as boys and we grow up and so many men the number one killer for men in America and throughout the world now rising is fucking heart attacks modern men have been told to fucking shove our hearts so down deep inside and not let that little bitch out that we are dying from heart attacks because we have killed our own fucking hearts from expressing ourselves from being creative from whatever we have put so many limits on men that we fucking fall to the ground drop dead from our hearts not being able to take this abuse anymore We need to learn, okay, take the time to stop and feel what you're feeling. Naming the feeling is the first step to coping with the feeling. Parent yourself. Yes, as we get older, we need to learn how to deal with our child self that got stuck in all these different moments in history in our past from all these different emotional hurts. We're stuck there. That's why... We're emotionally retarded because we don't even look at our shit. We can also learn how to parent ourselves and give ourselves all the things we never received as a child. Self-care isn't spoiling ourselves. It's taking care of our needs. For some of us, self-care, a solo, mo- self-care, a solo morning walk before s- settling down at your desk. For others, it's taking time off for a coffee date with a friend who makes us feel good about ourselves. Forgiveness. Acknowledging our own feelings and grieving over what we never got as a child creates the emotional space needed to move towards forgiveness. Know thyself. Mothering is hard work. If you're a mother, you already know that. And sometimes mothers get things wrong, even very wrong. If you can... If you can recognize your mother for who she is and not dwell on who you'd like her to be, you can move toward understanding her and accepting her. Once you've done that, it could be possible to build a relationship with your mother. Learn to set boundaries and you may find that together you and your mother can build some sort of relationship. Even if it's not the perfect relationship, it can become something meaningful. 
Of course, in some cases, you may have hurt, you may have had a neglect, neglectful or abusive mother that you truly cannot forgive. In such cases, it may be better to work through those hard feelings within your your support network or with a therapist without extending the olive branch. This reminds me of uh, the song <laughs> by Eminem. I mean, you listen to some of his older stuff. He has so much hate for his mother. And you see that in his relationships. You know, I mean, some of the songs he did about his partner, Kim, those are scary. And I think it wasn't until he had his daughter... And I'm sure even his daughter had a bunch of wounds from Eminem because that got passed down from his mother. Because probably that got passed down from her mother. And like I'm saying, sooner or later we have to break these cycles because hurt people hurt people. Healed people can help you heal yourself. Okay? The takeaway. It could be convenient and easy if we could blame all our faults and failures on our mothers, but it wouldn't be truthful, and that's because we have all the gift of choice. Because, and that's because we all have the gift of choice. We can choose to take the steps to heal our own mother wound and to make sure that we don't pass on this hurt to our children. It's a challenging journey, but it's the beginning of empowerment. I agree. I completely agree. Before I want to have kids, <laughs> I want to deal with all my bullshit so that I don't pass it down to them. I want to break all the negative cycles. They stop here with me. Alright. No more hurting people. No more passing on my bullshit to other people, to my children, to my dog, to my wife. I'm going to deal with my issues. I'm going to deal with my own bullshit. I'm going to deal with my karma. I'm not going to project it onto someone else. I'm not going to scapegoat it, outsource it to someone else, okay? And then by doing that, just continue the cycles. It's easy to do that because... The mind loves to play the victim. But the victim card, the victim mentality, the victim mindset, the victim character, the victim mask, it will get you nowhere. You'll just become depressed, nihilistic. Just it will be a dark, cold world. And that's not where humans are meant to be, okay? That's not where us soul light beings are meant to be. Alright, I'm going to leave it at that. I started reading the other uh, article, but it's pretty much the same stuff. So, I think I covered most of what I wanted to share in this one. So, yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that's just hiding under the surface that we need to deal with that we haven't dealt with. And, um you live life long enough a lot of these things will start to come up and you can run um, 
Um, that was my strategy, I guess, for a long time. I just ran away from my problems, my issues, just like Simba did at Kuna Matata. Um, but, you know, you will have to face up to the past, to your past. Fucking Nala will come back and remind Simba what the fuck is going on, who he is, he needs to get back to work, he needs to get back and play his part in the fucking drama, the story. You have to, you know, um, you have to, um, you know, deal with your shit, man. You have to look at your darkness, your ignorance, you have to shed a light on it. And here's the truth, um, or here's the thing, like, the other day I was thinking about truth and, and just, it, you know, it was like the first thing that came into my mind was, you know, the scene from A Few Good Men where Tom Cruise is confronting Jack Nicholson and he goes, you can't handle the truth, okay? Then from that scene, it went to Pilate asking Jesus, what is truth? Okay. And then from there, in my mind went to, well, if Pilate did ask Jesus, what is truth? And how the Bible leaves it blank after that, um, I think... I think Jesus did show the fucker what truth is. And that is why Pilate didn't want to crucify Jesus. He he just he was like this man does not this you can't fucking crucify this guy for 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 what he's sharing. And so he just had him whipped. But you know, we know how the story goes, but it's it's interesting because Jesus said, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free, and if I can share my take on this whole thing from all my research of the things I have found in my research... The truth that Jesus was trying to share is very um, mystical and psychedelic. Like, all the rituals back during the time, they were all using psychedelics. And the Last Supper, when Jesus said, drink this, my blood, eat this, my bread, Yes, it has been symbolized, but I think those things they were taking or whatever were, I think, had, had something to do with uh, opening up the third eye, people. I really do believe that. And that is why he said, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free once you find your own fucking light. 
you know the truth now. That's why that interview with Carl Jung, when the interviewer asked him, do you believe in God? Carl Jung said, I, I don't need to believe. I know. That is gnosis, Gnosticism. That is... <laughs> that is truth. Gnosis, knowing. Know thyself. Your capital S self. When you know thyself, when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. The light inside you, within you, your own divine flame, which is the same as God. Jesus said, ye are gods. He said, he told the fucking religious leaders, your own te texts. Your own, your own fucking scripts say you are gods. And that's why they killed him. Because religion doesn't want awakened souls. They want souls living in fear so that they can keep collecting those taxes. Keep collecting those tithes. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give to God what is God's. Alright, I'm going to leave it at that. Peace. Hope you guys have a good one.